Well, babe, you're officially a mom. And you're officially a dad. <laughs> so my wife, Angela, is definitely my favorite blogger and YouTuber extraordinaire. And she's a pretty amazing wife, I must add. And my guess is that a lot of you may have seen my husband, Matt, on TV or in the movies. Wyatt from Timeless, Liam from 90210, anyone? Chicago from Pitch Perfect 3. I mean, he's bringing the sexy. All right, all right. So if you guys didn't know, Angela and I created a podcast called Hello Bump to chronicle our journey as expecting first-time parents. We really just started it for something for us to look back on, but we ended up really loving our weekly chat. Yeah, so much so that we couldn't stop there. I mean, now is the fun part, right? Now is the payoff for the nine months of pregnancy. Now is where our life begins. We have a brand new beautiful baby girl and we are so in love. And we want you guys to come on this new journey with us of figuring out, frankly, how to raise this little thing. We know it's going to be tough at times, but we also know the rewards are great. We're going to be chatting week to week about the joys and the struggles of learning how to do this parenting thing. I'm pretty sure we're going to mess up a lot. But from every mistake comes a lesson that we can pass on to you. So join us in this wild ride as we undertake our newest challenge, parenthood. Hello, Hello baby. baby. <laughs> And we're back. Doesn't that little giggle just make you smile immediately? That giggle makes me giggle. I know. It is a cute giggle. It's the best. But like I said, I feel like I feel like she doesn't giggle as much. I don't know. She's giggling a lot today. You make her giggle a lot more than I do, and it sort of makes me upset. It's because I'm so weird. I get so weird with her. I do like crazy stuff, like take her hands and smack my cheeks, you know? Not like in a, a mean way, just like surprise face, and that makes her laugh. You do. I, I, you are crazier with her. Um, you just got to be crazy. That's all. She'll love you more. Sometimes I feel like you roughhouse her too much, actually. Like, it's like backwards. Like, I'm the dad. I should be roughhousing with her. But I feel like you do. I'm like, wow. And whoa. she loves it. I feel like. I'm never like, I'm never dangerous with her. That makes me her. sound dangerous. I just feel bad for her sometimes. Like, sometimes she probably does not want to be smashed into your neck. I think that she always does. Well, I guess she loves it because you do get her to laugh a lot. I, I'm going to start just smashing her into my neck and stuff and, <laughs> and like, you know, just doing crazy things with her and throwing. I throw her in the air and she loves it for a second. And then all of a sudden she doesn't love it. Yeah. She gets really scared. You easy. can see it in her eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, Matt Lanter. I'm Angela Lanter. That's my wife sitting across from me. Uh, we're in our studio. It's our house. But, uh. For professionalism's sake, let's say it's our studio. Feels but like it, a studio to me. It does. It is, it is my office. It is a dead. It's a designated, dedicated office. It's an office for all intensive purposes for entertainment reasons. Correct. Hello, baby studios, and uh, we are broadcasting to you live. Our fifty-first episode. It's a lot of episodes. It is a lot of episodes. <clears throat> um. So. You know, I'd never got to, oh wait, I should finish that little intro. <laughs> this is Hello Baby Podcast, by the way, and me and my wife have a baby girl. Her name's McKinley. She's, uh, she's a toddler now, and uh, you know, we're just- It doesn't just... feel like she's a toddler. Well, she's a, she's a, a babyler, or, or Tavy. <laughs> I think of a toddler as like a little motor mouth kid, you know, like- She's a little bit of a motor mouth. She's a motor mouth. She's, she's not forming speak words. words. <laughs> she speaks like a, her own language. Yeah, true. She, the other day, my mom got her 
up out of bed um and she took her her binky out of her mouth out of her crib and and went blah, 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 and then put her binky back in yeah. like she just had something she had to say had to say and yeah then she was done and then she was it was over <laughs> well let's get into this episode before we do that let's roll this beautiful bean footage aka the intro song <laughs> Springtime is basically here and summertime is quickly approaching. You know what that means. You want to get healthy and you want to get that body right and get it tight. But it's hard. Am I right? It's just tough. OpenFit makes it a little bit easier. What is OpenFit? OpenFit takes the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's brand new, super simple streaming service. Okay. Allows you to work out from the comfort of your own living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. There's a few great reasons to use OpenFit. They've got amazing trainers and classes, uh, just trainers that have invented uh, the Extend Bar. Uh, guys named Hunter McIntyre, named Sports Illustrated, one of top uh, 50 fittest athletes. These guys know what they're doing, right? It's simple. You can work out on your schedule. You can access it anytime, anywhere from your computer or web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, and there's results you can see. Up to 15 pounds in the just first 30 days. We're talking about flattening your abs, shaping your body, looking and feeling great. OpenFit has changed the way we work out. And with our code BABY, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use our code BABY and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text BABY to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and the nutrition information, and it's totally free. Again, just baby to 30, 30, 30. One of the things I love most about OpenFit is the wealth of information and uh, articles and things that you can find out about it, as well as getting fit. Go check it out. Okay, then. We're back. Mm-hmm. Ready to get going on today's episode. Hey, I wanted to ask you. You remember we went to the Backstreet Boys in Vegas a few mm. weeks ago? How could I forget? Or like sort of a late Valentine's Day? That was the best. The best. Did you have a good time? You think? I had the best time. Well, I mean, I I, I know you did, but I kind of wanted, I was prompting you to kind of speak about it. I did. I had the absolute best time of my life. Everybody who follows me on social media knows that because I was geeking out hardcore. What was your favorite part? <sighs> I don't, it's a toss up between meeting them, even though it was like, light speed the the meeting them part i don't know the music was just so good the, the oh, concert was so good i thought maybe you would say like the time that you got to spend with me no like the road trip that we took together the no. time that we got to spend no the nice dinner that we had to we did have a great dinner and i love a road trip the only reason we took a road trip instead of driving is because that's my preference yeah we could have flown out there it's like a 45 minute flight from burbank to uh uh, Vegas, Burbank is like our, our second airport here in LA that is a little more calm and, you know, people love flying out of it, uh, cause it is, but, uh, we could have done that, but Angela actually liked the idea of the road trip. So we hopped in the car and, and, uh, drove up to Vegas. It takes about four, four and a half, hours. almost yeah. five, maybe. Yeah. So it's not super short, but, um, but it's, it was fun. We had a good time. We listened to a bunch of podcasts. You slept a little bit. I 
Um, <laughs> a tiny bit. We stopped at a Cracker Barrel oh, on the way, which was fun. It was wonderful. Dude, I, oh man, I, look, I'm a bit on a, on a diet. I'm trying to get in shape, you know. Um, I'm but, right there with you. I'm not dieting as hardcore, but I'm definitely on the in shape train with you. But when you when you see a Cracker Barrel, which we don't we don't really have these in LA, you you have that's to stop. That's the only one, you know. I think that's the only Cracker Barrel in the whole Is state. It? I think so. So we had to stop, and we and of course we did the whole like breakfast for lunch thing. And mm-hmm. man, those biscuits! You did. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I have, I had the veggie plate, which mm. is like my favorite, because I I can't go to I can't go to Cracker Barrel and not get fried okra. I will tell you, I do hate you for going to Cracker Barrel and buying a veggie plate like who are you but that's like my favorite thing i got chicken and dumplings too okay remember on the side yeah yeah anyway went to vegas uh stayed at the aria really nice hotel uh had a great dinner i already forgot that we stayed there <clears throat> yeah we had a great dinner at this other place uh do you remember what it was called blue ribbon i think it was blue ribbon I think that was in the cosmopolitan was. hotel it was so good it was so you know, good had a little surf and turf Little, let me tell you a little story oh about boy, my surf and turf dinner. Oh boy, here we go. We got to have the surf and turf talk again. Look, no, no, no. Look, I, look, I don't want to come off as cheap here because this is not a cheap situation, but it's just the, the irony of it all. Maybe that's not even the right word. I saw surf and turf on the menu, 50 bucks, okay? It's 48, yeah. 48 bucks, whatever. So I'm like, great. I think I'm going to do just a little bit of steak, a little bit of crab, and I'm going to head on to this concert and we're going to have a good time. Uh... So I choose the my steak. I, I choose, you know, the type of surf, which I chose the crab leg. And I get the bill back. And the bill for my dinner is $106. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I didn't realize is that the surf and turf, $48 was just the turf. It was very unclear because it specifically said surf and turf, 48 bucks. It was 100% not clear. I I knew it when I looked at the menu, but I just thought that you were, you know, cool with it because it was like, well, it was our Valentine's. It was your Valentine's Day gift to me was to take, to take me there. And that was our Valentine's date night. You know what I mean? So I thought, oh, look, didn't even think about it. I'm cool with it. It, it was a special weekend. And it was a delicious dinner. Like I, I could see you being upset if the food wasn't good, but it was. It was very it delicious. It was so good. And we were, you know, quote on a little getaway vacation. And look, hey, me and Angela like to go out and have some nice dinners and stuff. Uh, it wasn't even that. And had I known the price, I might have still gotten it. But. <laughs> this is it was the, worth every it penny was the to point. me. I told my friend Jason Kennedy, he always makes fun of me and, and pokes fun of me for like. Uh, it's kind of a it's kind for, of a for running everything your wallet that's it, a that's a great one. It's kind of a running joke between us now that like you know we'll all go out to dinner, but if it's at a really expensive place, they're gonna be like, oh Matt, you know, and like look, clearly I've been really blessed in in jobs and whatever. And we're just real people. We are real people. We're we're definitely more down to earth than your probably your typical LA Pro- couple. Yeah, yeah, probably. And you would but think. you and I both grew up with with not a whole lot. Right. And so we don't have a poverty mindset by any means, but we have a very realistic <laughs> mindset. I mean, look, I, I'm definitely more bougie than you are, though. Let's be honest. You are more bougie. You know what's, what's funny is when people say like, oh, you know, so-and-so, 200 bucks. I know it's not much to you, but it's a lot to me. And I'm like, dude, 200 bucks to you is 200 bucks to me. It's yeah. just like the same thing. I hate when people say that to us or to me or to you or whatever. 200 bucks buys me the same thing it buys you. Yeah, so. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Just because we live in LA, that doesn't mean that it's any less money than it is in Ohio or wherever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But we, we certainly have our moments of 
extravagance and we have our moments of totally. like real real world like hey it's a 106 dollar meal totally like, it like, better be good i want a louis vuitton i carry a louis vuitton like i understand that that's a lot of money and i take very good care of the things that i splurge on but you know angela did ask me when we were in vegas if she could have a new louis vuitton and he as you can probably already guess did not oblige me at all. You've got several of them already. I'm working on a collection. You can head over do to I, Angela's YouTube and actually see reviews of the Louis Vuitton bags she has. Do I use all has. of my bags and do I love them and do I like take good care of them? You do. I do. Yeah, you even keep I, like covers I, on them and stuff. I really appreciate and value things that I spend my money on. You're very good about that. I am. Oh, man. You know what? We we said to each other that we're going to keep this episode short. Yeah, and here we are. And here we are not even really talking about the episode yet. Right. Um, so let's continue on uh, the next subject. We had a great time in Vegas. We did. Really fun. Uh, the show was great. I actually enjoyed the Backstreet Boys concert myself, too. I grew up with a lot of that music in high school, so I knew some of it. And Angela's such a huge fan. We had great seats, and it was awesome. And he somehow and forgot to mention to me until we were on our ride there that he actually saw the Backstreet Boys in concert as a teenager. You never even told me that. And that I had been to Kevin's house yeah, for that, July, July well, 4th. I knew that. You did tell me you'd been to Kevin's house. For a July 4th party. Yeah. Okay, moving on, all right? Have you guys out there, Angela, I think I already told this about uh, to this to you. Have you heard of this thing called cheesing your baby? Oh, yeah, you did tell me about that. Yeah. I've seen videos now. But I never did. S- oh, I saw the one because Becca Chili tweeted it. So I've seen videos now where your baby will be sitting in the high chair or mm-hmm. wherever. Mm-hmm. And basically you just film yourself instead of a smile and saying cheese, you throw a real piece of cheese at your baby's face. Like, you know, like a piece of like Velveeta. Uh, maybe, no, it's no, like no, American no, no, no. cheese, like craft. Yeah, yeah, like a craft. That's, that's what I was thinking. Like craft American cheese, like a square. And you just kind of throw it at their face and you know that cheese, it like sticks on. Yeah. So it sticks on these babies' faces and... And some people were tweeting about how awful it was and how these parents are going to hell. <laughs> and then other and then other people thought it was funny. I guess it all depends on your kid, right? If your kid thinks it's funny and laughs about it, then maybe it is kind of fun and the, funny. The video I saw, the the baby laughed. And so it made me laugh. The video I saw, the baby looked stunned. Like he had just had cheese oh, no, thrown at his sad. face. That makes me sad. Like he didn't know what he, like the baby froze. That makes me sad. Like he didn't know what to do with cheese on his face. I know. You're getting a sad face over there. Because it makes me sad. I'm going to cheese you tonight. Do it and die. I, I, I'm going to come in the bedroom when you are kind of like relaxed. and When I'm getting my massage? Because we're getting massages tonight. No, because you'll probably be face down. <laughs> no, in the bed tonight when you're watching TV, I'm going to come and throw the cheese at you like a, like a, like a disc golf. How about we don't and say that, that you did? How about that? How about we do? No. Okay. Uh, say so, hey, some other stuff I wanted to touch on just before we start talking about the teeth situation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a bunch of new babies. I saw an uh, article with a bunch of new um celebrity babies. Look, obviously there's a bunch of new babies all, all across the world, but we don't know these people, so we don't know. But there was a whole huge list of like 40 couples that are having a new baby. Uh, I pulled a few of them out that kind of mean something to us or whatever, or maybe that have some sort of relation to us. And I figured I would do a little uh, welcome all these babies to the world. Christy Carlson Romano, mm-hmm. who, you know, I know that you've had some uh, interaction with 
mm-hmm. uh, to the blogging world. And she was on the cutting edge chasing the dream with me. She played our coach. So I know her. She's had a baby, baby Sophia Elizabeth. Congrats, mm-hmm. Christy. Um, Richard Gear. Oh, I forgot about that. I pulled that. this one out because I thought it was crazy. 69 years old. Yeah. And he just had a baby. Yeah, I know. His wife is 35. Yeah, I know. I don't want to go all into this, but what do you think about that? Do you really want me to say what I think about it? Because I think it's gross. Sorry, guys. Sorry for anybody who's offended by that. But that's the equivalent of how old is he again? 69. And a 35 year old. Yeah. Yeah. People find love in all kinds of places, Angela. Couldn't she technically be his granddaughter? If he had, mm, what's the age difference there? 69 and 35? I don't know about that. I need a calculator here, folks. It's 34 years. I mean, technically a teenager and a teenager. Well, okay, maybe. You know what? I don't think it's gross. I just kind of feel sad for the kid. Right? Because <laughs> Well, I mean, he's going to be 89 years old when that baby then graduates high school. Approximately. Mm, no, 18. So no. 87. 87, right? Wait, babe, what are He's you talking 69. About? Yeah. In 18 years, yeah. he'll be 87. 80. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. 87. He'll be 87 years old when his child graduates high school. Well, if he makes it to 87. Well, I wasn't trying to be morbid. I know, but I'm just saying the, the realistic Dr. part. Dr. Death over here. I know, I know. I just, I didn't want to say it, but I mean, like, that's kind of what I'm getting at is but like, that's, the, He's going to be 79 when he's got a 10-year-old kid. You know, I just we're feel living, sad for the kid. As, as a human race, we're living longer than ever before. So I know. just just keep that in mind. I know. I, I just think about the poor kid. You know, if it's a boy or whatever, and he wants to go play catch with his dad, and he's 13 years old, I don't, I don't know if his dad's going to be able to play catch with him. That just sort of makes me sad. I it think about really that at sad. my age. I'm 35, and I'm like, God, I better, like, I feel like my body's already falling apart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I better, you know. Have my last kid soon so I can play catch, you know, if it turns out to be a boy. All right. Anyway, Derek Jeter and his wife, by the way, I didn't even know he was married. I, didn't I thought, know that I thought he was still dating Minka Kelly or married to Minka Kelly. Wasn't he dating JLo for a while? I think it was a long time ago. Oh, was but, it? but now A Rod. I know A Rod's with her. Yeah. Because yeah. they just did. And I think they're married, right? No, I don't think they're married. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're not married. All right. Um, he had a baby girl, Derek Jeter did. And I thought this was a really cool name, Story Gray. Hmm. Pretty interesting, huh? Yeah. One of Angela's favorite shows is Parenthood. Mm, mm-hmm. And your boy, uh, Jason Ritter, just had a baby girl. Oh, okay. He wasn't my favorite character on there by any means. But you love the show, so that's I why I pulled the, the name. I do. Uh, Carrie Underwood, obviously, she's, we all know Carrie Underwood. Love music. And um, she had a baby boy, mm-hmm. Jacob Brian Fisher. Conor McGregor had a had a baby. Who did? Conor McGregor. Is that a boxer? The UFC guy. Okay. Super famous UFC guy. Okay. Not really in your wheelhouse, but no. in my wheelhouse. I knew I recognized the name, but I couldn't remember. Like, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, Aaron Carter's twin sister. And of course, I pulled Aaron Carter's twin sister because of the Backstreet Boys. And uh, she just had a baby. I didn't know Aaron Carter had a twin sister. Oh, yeah. I thought There's it was like just, five kids in that family. Maybe I didn't realize. Six. I didn't know it. I thought it was just Nick Carter and Aaron Carter. Mm, nope. Well, I feel bad now for <laughs> not acknowledging, but uh, we are now. Congrats, Aaron Carter's twin sister. Um. Also, you know, I wanted to say there are a few people expecting right now. There's a lot of expecting people out there. 
Kobe yeah. Bryant is expecting. Of course, Kim Kardashian is expecting mm-hmm. another one. What are they on their fourth? Oh, they or are. Fifth? Yeah. I yeah. thought that they just had one by. They did. A lot, like I, Wait, a little she's while pregnant ago. now. I don't know if she's pregnant or they're. I think they're she's doing another surrogate. Pregnant. She is, but that the whole purpose was that they got a surrogate because she was told she, had she a shouldn't. Health issue, right? Yeah, she was told she shouldn't have another baby. Uh, I'm not certain. We'll have to look that up. This is the first time hearing of this. I just saw it, like on an article Honestly, like, yesterday. But to be to be fair, like I'm really bad about like watching the news or anything like that because I yeah. just find it so depressing. I do watch the Today Show though a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm surprised I didn't know that. Yeah, look it up. I just saw it. And, okay, and tell us, um, Zachary Bryan. Do you know that name? Yes, I do, but don't tell me or don't know why I know that name, but I do know that name. Okay, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. JTT. I, no, no, no. He's not expecting. I'm giving you a hint who Zachary Bryan is. Oh, Tim Allen. It's Brad. Yeah, Brad. Brad from Home Improvement. Okay. Him and uh, his wife or a girlfriend. I'm not sure if they're married or not. He's expecting, um, of course, Meghan Markle. We've talked about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. It's a surrogate, by the way, Kim Kardashian. Oh, is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we've talked about, you know, them on the podcast. And of course, you know, I, we feel like we're, uh, I have a, I do like six, six degrees of separation, sort of my Co, uh, co-star and friend Abigail Spencer is, is great friends with Meghan Markle. I think she actually just attended her baby shower. Didn't you tell me that? Like yeah, in New York? I, I saw that on somewhere. Yeah. So how did I see that? And that I didn't see Kim Kardashian was pregnant. I don't know. I mean, the Meghan Markle pregnancy, that is everywhere. Well, you know how I feel about the royals. Mm-hmm. I love anything to do with the royals. Yeah. Speaking of princesses, uh, Jessica Simpson. <laughs> she's pregnant, right? She's pregnant again. Yeah. That's why we're. I did know that. Why she's on my list of expecting. Way to be a smart Alec. <laughs> also, Benedict Cumberbatch, one of my favorite actors. Which, can I talk about something really quick? Matt and I are currently watching the show Nashville, and um, we're at the po- the point in the show, I think it's season three, where um, Will and um, Layla are, uh, are doing the reality show, and I totally feel like they're just pretending, like taking cues from Newlywed. Like from Jessica yeah, yeah, and Nick. Yeah, yeah. They're just totally recreating that on the show. Do you think I should reach out to Hayden and see if she'll be a guest on the show? Probably. And like ask her all about her pregnancy and how that went with Nashville? I, I always forget. Like I, as I'm watching it, I always forget that you've worked with her and you know her. On two different shows. It's weird because like I, I do that a lot. Like My I, character tried to rape her. Oh, that's unsettling. Well, he didn't go through with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> I've said that before, and, and, and people are like, what are you talking? He's still an attempted rape. And I'm like, touche. Still a horrible guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Were you saying something? I was just making the point that I think that they were, like Nashville, they're, they're taking a cue off of Jessica Simpson oh. with her character. Oh, like, no. I thought you were going to continue on with like. No, that was it. That you. That's all she keep wrote. Keep forgetting that I knew her or something. Oh, I do that all the time with shows when we're watching something that somebody that we know. Mm-hmm. If I get really into it, I feel like I forget that I'm. Well, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, it's a that, good thing. It that, means that they're doing a good job yeah, portraying doing their, their character. Doing their job. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of all I had. Okay, this is something Angela would typically talk to you about, but she needed to take a break. And it's too good not to share with you. It is from Simple Health. Did you know that 20 million women in America lack reasonable access to something as basic and fundamental as contraception? Yes, the healthcare system can unfortunately prevent women from getting the care that they need. You know, if it's insurance or income or location or whatever, well, Simple Health can fix that for you. They can get your birth control prescribed and delivered to your front door on a monthly basis 
affordable, convenient, safe schedule. Here's how it works. You just fill out a comprehensive online health profile. You answer some questions. And then a doctor will review it, write you a prescription, and they will get that sent out to you every single month. Just to be clear, Simple Health isn't making their own birth control. They only prescribe trusted and vetted brands of birth control. Oh, I should also mention that it's not a replacement for routine evaluations by your primary care physician. Uh, you should still get your health checkups as needed, but it is the most convenient and comfortable way to get your birth control. And it's affordable. That's like the best thing. Pills start at $15 a month. Prescriptions usually about $20, but our listeners can try Simple Health for free. Just go to simplehealth.com slash baby or enter the code baby at checkout. Again, don't miss your chance to try Simple Health for free. Simplehealth.com slash baby or enter code baby at checkout. Shall we talk about teething a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we we know we had a teething episode, uh, you know, episode 40 of Hello Baby was teething. I think she was getting her first tooth. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I didn't go back and listen to it or anything to see where we were at. But uh, obviously, we had an episode about teething, so we were probably dealing with a first tooth or we're talking about when were we going to get a tooth. But now, we are in, in, in the thick of it. We're in the midst of it. She's got teeth popping up everywhere. Mm -hmm. She's got her two bottom teeth are fully in, and they have been for weeks now. Uh, which, can I just add that at the time, we were really sad that we were going to lose that gummy smile. Mm -hmm. I, I got to say. I her love two that little, gummy smile. I do too. But her two little bottom teeth smile is just as cute. It is. and But now, it's it, it, everything's for a season though, I feel like. You know, like, and then when it's, we're not going to have the gum, the little two bottom teeth. We're going to miss that too. We are. Yeah. We are. She got teeth popping up everywhere. She does. Particularly, and the reason we want to do this podcast is because she's going crazy. She's got four teeth up top coming in at basically at time. one time, the poor thing. Well, the one came through we, all the way. We first noticed this upper set um, in here. I actually pulled up like the technical name. Not that anyone really cares, but it's what we kind of consider like the fang you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, we started noticing that first, which was, let's see, actually, actually, I don't know that it would be the thing. I think no, it would be the, this one. It would be the one next to it. It's this one called the lateral incisor. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not the um, canine. Right, and we were like, "What in the world is that?" Because we thought that the two front teeth come in first. Yeah. Um, we, had, which I mean, it started to concern me a little bit. So is it's it's kind of funny because. Uh, according to the teething timetables, those two front upper teeth are supposed to come in typically first. First, yes, they and, are. And then the teeth next to them, the lateral yes. incisors, to yes. form the, the the four front teeth. And then you've got the canines. It's you know the fangs. Yeah. So she started coming in with this lateral incisor, and um, and, and now that thing is through the skin. But we see now her other. Her other lateral incisor and the central incisors, the two front uppers, and then what's this one? Are the, the they've got the ridges coming in there, and the and the white, you know, what are you pointing at right now? The, the, this one's coming in down here too. On the bottom. Yeah. That would be her lateral incisor on, on the, bottom. the bottom. So she's got she's trying to cut five teeth right now at the same time, and surprise, like she's had some time moments the last few days that have been just, yeah, brutal. So that that top lateral incisor is through 
but I've heard that the most painful is when you see those ridges and they're white and, and, and they haven't cut through, right? Because you told me that once they cut through. I think the pain is over. That the pain is pretty much gone. That's what I would assume. Yeah. So what I've been trying to look up, and I feel like I can't find a real clear and concise answer, is how long does that pain with those ridges last? Like once you see mm. the white ridges and the bumps, mm-hmm. how long does that take for them to actually break through? and stop causing pain. So like when I try to Google it, like I don't know exactly what to Google and I keep finding like, are your kids teething from zero to seven years old? I'm like, that's not what I'm asking, Google. Right. Google. <laughs> but I think, I think what I've found is that typically like four or five days maybe. Really? I, I just assumed that once it broke through the skin that it didn't hurt anymore. I, you know, I, I don't know. No, I said from like the ridges and like the white, bump i thought you meant like the white coming through the skin like the ridges coming through the skin so you're talking about when you're seeing like that bubble start to happen yeah yeah and and, and, like the gum turns white yeah and it kind of gets like a bump so i read somewhere that it only takes one day for um once a tooth becomes visible like the bubble that only takes one day to break the skin i read that somewhere but i i know that that's inaccurate because her teeth take a lot longer than that i mean i feel like those other her other top teeth are not even through yet we noticed like three days ago yeah yeah She's a little bit cranky um, on and off. And I and it's really weird because it's like I, I feel like the pain doesn't happen. And it's like a consistent pain. It's like it's like a shooting pain. Like waves of pain. Yeah. Yeah. She does sort of act like that. It's really sad. Like sometimes she'll grab her ears mm-hmm. and like just put her hand over her ear. Mm-hmm. I think it's because Angela turns the sound machine too loud when she sleeps. She does it in the middle of the day, too. Thank you very much. <laughs> I always go in there and turn her sound machine down. Yeah, you work against me in every in every area of life. Angela likes to make it sound like a freaking like a jet engine in there. Oh jeez. And I I like to make it sound like a little soft, soothing thing. Because look, if it was me, that would drive me crazy. She has it very very loud. We should test the decibel level. Can we get a decibel level testing machine? No, we do not need another electronic product in this house. Not a single one. Thank you very <laughs> okay. much. Hey, does getting these new teeth, like even in the limited amount that she's about to get, like in the front, the top four and the bottom few, does that mean she can eat new and different foods now? Or like, like, do we have to, I think just bigger bites, you know, do we have to be concerned with how little her bites are and stuff now, or now that she has these teeth or like, does that concern stop once she gets her molars? Well, here's the thing. You and I are like pretty scared all the time of, of, not scared, but we're nervous about giving her big bites of anything because we're so afraid she's going to choke. Um, but then I watch kids that are her age that, you know, people post on like Insta stories and stuff and they give them like big bites. I think that you and I are just like newbies and we're just like, I'm my, my biggest fear in life is her choking. Like I, I, that scares me so badly. Well, because she does choke on water. Like, Wa- all, like it's all the always time. water, not juice, not milk, just water. It's a, like it's a given she'll drink the the water and she chokes and then coughs. It's like it goes down the wrong pipe or something, you know, mm-hmm. but it's very weird. So she's, she's like priming you for choking scaredness. Yeah. I saw somewhere on a YouTube video that somebody said, and it's so true that kids are really just on like a suicide mission at all times. And it's, and it's our job to stop them from completing their mission. Oh my it's gosh, true. I mean, that's the, terrible. They're always choking. 
They're always trying to put things in their mouth. They're always falling and hitting their heads. They're always like, it's true. I mean, and we're just there to try to stop. That's stop true. Them. Oh, I don't like, like that. Yeah, I know. They're trying to kill okay, themselves. Okay, talk about really quickly that photo you showed me the other day that was so scary. Do you remember the the X-ray, the five year old? <clears throat> oh speaking yeah. Speaking of choking. Yeah, speaking of choking. Uh, quick tip: saw an X-ray of a, a little toddler, and it was just a little article talking about. Please, please, please slice your grapes in half, at least in half. Never give whole grapes to kids, even before they say, what was it, like six years old or Mm -hmm. seven years old? Mm -hmm. I mean, wait until they're six or seven years old to give them whole grapes because they don't, I I don't know what it is. Like maybe they, they just don't, like they don't take the time enough to chew properly to make sure, you know what kids are, they just, they just do it. And and the MR the the, the X ray was a X ray of a grape in a kid's throat and it, and fortunately that particular kid there, there was a small opening in his throat that allowed him to keep breathing and they took him to the hospital and had to have it like surgically removed which Ugh. damaged his throat by the way oh my gosh so lesson of the day just cut the grapes I have a grape cutter you do yeah it was it was sent to us um in like a PR package or something oh. but yeah we have a grape cutter. It's like a little tiny handheld thing. You pop your grape in and it chops it up for you. There you go. Buy a grape cutter. Yeah. I think OXO makes Just it that OXO brand. Whatever you do. Don't give your kid, your young kid, whole grapes. grapes. It's yeah. Scary. It's scary, man. Back to the uh, the tea thing. We've been doing some Motrin and Tylenol and that, that does seem to help. It does. And, you know, I'm on the homeopathic bandwagon whenever I can be, but I also am not going to be somebody who's going to allow my kid to suffer. Like, I'm just not. Yeah, I mean we're we're aware of it, and we Angela and I actually talked about it. Like, how much is too much Motrin or Tylenol? Um, but we really try to I not not give it to her unless she's actively like, truly miserable. Yeah, crying, fussy. Sometimes we can tell because feverish. Yeah, or fever. Sometimes we can tell because she'll she'll take her binky and like like clamp down on it and rip it out of her mouth like over and over. That's one of the ways or she that we bites know. Me. She'll come up and bite me. And like, she's just not a biter. She's not going to come bite me for no reason. Um, but when she does that, like not, not like hard, like she'll come and she'll put her face down in my lap if I'm sitting down and she'll, and she'll like a little bit cry and she'll like bite my leg, not hard, but yeah. just like gnaw on it a little bit. And that's like almost her way of like saying like, yo, my mouth hurts. Um, homeopathically, what I like to do is take some copaiba oil and rub it around her jaw. Mm. Yeah. You know what? I'm surprised that she has not started chewing her crib. Maybe she has and we haven't noticed. I don't know. I looked. I didn't see it. My my mom said that my crib has chew marks all in it. Really? I feel yeah. like that's a, one of those common things that kids do and I haven't seen her do that yet. Yeah. Like she'll put her mouth on it, but I haven't seen any like little bite marks. Yeah. So, um, so two little things that I thought of that. Well, number one, we need to start brushing these teeth, don't we? We haven't done that. When do you start doing that? I think you're supposed to do it as soon as you see the tooth. Oh, are you? Yeah, I thought like, it I was think... when before I was like when they had like more than just two teeth. I don't think so. I mean, a tooth is a tooth. You got to keep it clean, right? I don't know. I think we've been I failing. I have a little baby toddler toothbrush for her to play with. She probably would like to do it herself. I heard that the best way to do it is set them on your lap. You know, for us, probably means putting on Mickey or something. And and putting her on your lap and like and then from behind reaching around and and brushing their little teeth or tooth. 
So wait, do they do toothpaste now? At this I age? don't know about that. We'll have to look we that up. We need to do some research. We do. We're very ill-prepared here <laughs> for teeth. We do, but I'm glad I'm bringing it up because I think it's something we need to start doing. Clearly. Um, Angela mentioned something to me, which I thought was interesting and has to do with teeth. You know, I had said at one time, you know, hey, she's like falling like at nighttime. She'll fall asleep, you know, drinking the bottle or sometimes she'll wake up, you know, possibly hungry or wake up fussing or just crying in the middle of the night for whatever random reason. She doesn't do it often, but sometimes. And I had mentioned Angela, I was like, why don't we just give her, you know, now we let her sleep with a binky and we let her sleep with a very small blanket. But why, why can't we just give her the bottle to like, she can take a swig when she wants. And Angela brought up a good point. I didn't even think about it. And especially now that she's got teeth. You can't do that, I guess, because it'll rot her teeth because yeah. the milk will sit in her mouth. And, you know, think about it. Milk mm-hmm. has so much sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll, it'll cause tooth decay, even in her baby teeth. Yeah. Yep. She's got to have those suckers for the next seven, eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't, we can't do any of that. Well, those front teeth, they're going to go first. The first ones in are the first ones she loses. Yes. Um, I had, I have heard that. So I have a, a friend back home who works at a pediatric dentist's office. Yeah. And um, she was uh, messaging me the other day and she said, you know, how's her teeth? Um, because that's, you know, that's her livelihood. And I said, she's only got her bottom two. Um, she seems to be a late bloomer because she's 14 months. And she's at that point, um, she didn't have any other teeth. And she goes, that's okay. So what that means is that the later that they get their teeth in, that means that they're going to be later to lose their teeth. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, she said, don't be surprised if she doesn't lose her first tooth till she's seven years old. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I never heard that before. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. So we do have some tips here. I tried to gather a few tips uh, on the internet or, or various articles or YouTube videos or something like that. Um, first one is the amber necklace. Yeah. I don't- and this is a controversial I don't believe subject. in it. We have one. I don't believe in it. You don't? Nope, I don't. So what it is, is it's literally like little tiny amber stones that have been put on a necklace. And I guess the natural amber in it uh, is supposed to have some sort of a pain relief aspect to it or a, a natural healing aspect to it. Uh, but they do say you have to get GIA certified Baltic amber you know, so don't get online and buy like a $2 amber necklace because chances are it's not even real. What would you pay? Like 20 bucks or something for yours on I Amazon? I think it was like somewhere between like 11 and, and 15. We should check to make sure that that was GIA certified amber. It was. I'm, I'm, I made sure that it was one that was like. Rated well? Yeah. Yeah. It was rated well. It's and... funny because I read a lot. Some people swear by it. Others say, eh. I didn't notice any difference in her at all when I was putting it on her every day. And then some people were saying, well, if it, regardless if it works or not, they look pretty cute in a little necklace. It does look cute. <laughs> but then I'm so afraid of leaving it on her, forgetting that it's on her and putting her down for a nap. And I just, I have so many, I have so many fears about like nap time because at, at nighttime, she's got the outlet on and I feel like, I feel confident that, you know, everything's okay. But nap time, I get scared because she doesn't wear the outlet. And I know she's 14 months old. When is Sid's, I think 14 months is when Sid's is over, isn't it? Is it over or is it just how, like greatly reduce? Let's look. When does Sid's drop? That's what risk drop, right? Yeah, I suppose. Um, so between one and four months older at the most risk. Uh, you can, gosh. It's like, this is a very in-depth question, apparently. Like it's not a, 
Well, because it's probably not a, I mean, it's not a clear cut answer, right? Like things can happen. Right. And probably every kid's different. Every kid learns and blooms and, you know, everything differently. So maybe one baby can take a, they're able to push themselves up and turn their head if they need to. And and another baby at that same exact moment and same exact age might not be able to do it. So I guess it's just all subjective. Um, So I'm seeing mostly that it's 12 months. I personally know somebody who had a family member's child pass away of SIDS at 13 months. Scary. So I, that, that makes me petrified. So I'm going to leave the outlet on her for as long as it'll fit her Until little she's foot. she's 17. Probably about 17 years old. Um, <laughs> We're going to keep a monitor in her room until probably, she's 17. Probably. We're going to watch her sleep. <laughs> Go in and check if she's breathing. Yeah. I just like, it just scares me so much. Like, I know two people who have had a, a, a child die of SIDS. Like, it's just, it's really something that like. It's scary. makes me shake in my boots, honestly. Yeah. Can you imagine if we tried to put a camera in a monitor at like 16 <laughs> years old? Dad, get out of my room. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I hope she doesn't talk like that. I don't think she will because she's got a little, yeah. a little deep raspy You're voice. You're so stupid. Truly. She's you, got that little deep raspy voice already. You think so? I do think so. I don't know. I do. Another tip. And tell me if I think you've heard about this. And this is a homeopathic thing that camellia teeth drops. Did you read something about that? They're like, it's now been thought that you shouldn't do that. No, not the camellia. Because those are homeopathic. Yeah. So camellia, the, um, is that a drop? I think it's a drop that you rub on the gums. Yeah, they're drops. We have them. I use them a little bit. I don't think that there's anything. Yeah. Like a while ago. I don't, I've not seen anything about camellia. Okay. What I saw is highlands. No, you, well, go ahead. But yeah, go ahead. Because they're, they're competitors. They're both organic, homeopathic teeth, uh, medicines. Okay. Um, so my cousin recommended Highland's teething tablets to me. You said that she has done that with all of her kids and you just yes. recently learned that. Yes. She used it with all of her kids and um, she she told me like this really worked. So I Googled um, them and to, to buy them. And the very first thing that popped up was an article from USA Today and the headline reads, FDA, serious health concerns lead to Highland's teething tablets recall years after requested. Wow. And it's, it says here, that the manufacturer of Highland's homeopathic teething tablets, which are being investigated for being toxic and a possible link to 10 deaths, have required a recall. Wow. So, yeah, we're not going to be putting those in our shopping cart anytime soon. But um, Camellia. I mean, all, all our kids are alive. Yeah. And, and yeah, I sent that article to her and she was like, great. And I was like, well, your kids are still alive. And she <laughs> yeah. goes, yeah, and we didn't have any problems at all with them. Yeah. And who knows that they might not have anything wrong with them at all. That might just be a fluke. You never know. But I'd rather be safe than sorry and not use something that is being investigated, you know? True. That article is older, by the way. It's not It's not a brand new article. I think it was like 2016 or something, but still, or 17. But still, I, you know, I just, there's too many options out there to, to do one that could potentially have any side effects at all. Yeah, of course. Now, we might have talked about some of this. I don't know about Highland specifically, but on our previous teething episodes, so sorry if there's a little bit of repeat, but that was a little while ago and- we're in a new, we're in a new, we're uh, in a new stage of, of life. Yeah. No, but the, the one thing that has been outlawed is like the gels, right? 
Like yes. the ben, is it what is it called? Like benzocaine or something like that? Orogel. Orogel? Yeah, Orogel. For what? Cancer causing? Uh... I actually don't know, but I thought Orogel was removed from, isn't it? Or are they back out? No, it looks like you can still. Or is it just for, just for, the for whole babies? Family. Orogel baby? Yeah, I, I feel like I our doctor, our doctor told us don't use it. I know that. Our pediatrician. That is one of those things that on all the baby websites, it says don't use this particular type of gel because so, i guess there's been a lot of studies about it now. yeah it's here's an article from the national center of health research and it says safe teething for your baby doctors say no to orogel and lidocaine it's lidocaine lidocaine yeah okay. um it says um just say no to it um signs of methamoglobinemia may show either minutes or one to two hours of the use of lidocaine products symptoms are pale gray blue colored skin nails and Lips and nail beds, trouble breathing, tiredness, headache, lightheadedness, and a racing heartbeat. No, thank you. Yeah, nope, we're good. Yeah, I again, um, rather give her a frozen teether if I have to give her some Tylenol. If I have to use some, but um, essential oils, I, I was my first line of defense, honestly, because there are no side effects to essential oils. What are your essential oils that you have been using recently for her? Yeah, well, Copaiba. For, for pain in the teeth? Yeah. On her jaw? Just goes on her jaw. Um, and then I diffuse Gentle Baby in her nursery um, every night that I can remember to refill but it. that's not a pain thing. That's just no. like a relaxation. It's just a relaxation, yeah. Um, same with um, lavender. Sometimes I'll put lavender on her to calm her down. Um, if I, if I want to do something for her for, um, like if I feel like her belly's hurting, I bought Tummy Gize, which is the, the kid's form, version of Digize. Um, there's also... Sleep Eyes, which is um, the baby version or kid version of um, like a sleep oil. Um, sometimes, like I said, I'll do lavender or um, lemon, lemon down her spine with a uh, carrier oil to help lower a fever if she has a fever. Um, but we've really not had fevers a lot. Just when she mm. was really sick last summer is when she had the fevers. Yeah. She did have a low-grade fever this week with um, one of her teeth, but it was like 99.1, was it? Or 99.4? It was just low. Um, and that was the night that we decided to give her Tylenol because she was just, she was a wrecking ball, man. She was just a mess. Right. She took a four hour nap that day. A uh, few other tips that I do have before we go here. Uh, the cold washcloth mm -hmm. tip. That's something we have not tried yet. And no, I feel we, like we should Because I've read a lot of people commenting um, in, in different places that that really worked for their kid. You get a, I can see that. a wet washcloth. Well, more, more so like just less than wet, more than damp, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Put yeah. it in the refrigerator, you know, stick it in a bag or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, pull it out, give it to them, let them chomp on it when they're feeling that pain or, you know, they can then kind of just tug on it or rip it out of their mouth. And, and of course the cold feel mm -hmm. feels good to them. Mm -hmm. I just, I like the, the frozen teethers cause she likes them. And she likes to hold hold them and, and, you know, if we're letting her watch a little bit of TV, like she likes to sit back and just chew on that. I often wonder if the frozen teethers, if we should refrigerate them instead of freeze them. Like, would it be better to... She likes uh, them frozen. Maybe. She takes them and rubs them on her gums. Yeah. I've noticed. Uh, another tip is, I read this in the comment section somewhere, frozen carrots. Really? Yeah. Huh. That scares me a little bit. I can see that being a choking hazard. Well, possibly, but if you get a large enough carrot, like not one of the baby carrots, but maybe a large enough carrot, like yeah. a full-size carrot, yeah. Uh, and I assume they probably don't just break off. 
not I mean, may, maybe, but if they're frozen, it'd be really tough. We we also have been giving her um, some natural, like, organic popsicles from time to time. Yes, but those are pretty sugary. They so. are sugary, but she um, she doesn't eat the whole thing. We just kind of let her yeah, suck on it a little it. bit, and, it, yeah. and, like, she really likes it on her gums. And then... Honestly, Daddy ends up finishing it for her. <laughs> Not since Daddy's been on diet. <laughs> so the last tip that I saw... Because I thought it was the most interesting. And, and and let me just uh credit my source here. I, I was on YouTube and I saw a channel called Mixed Moms YouTube. And this one particular episode was all about teething. And one of the women on there actually said that a chicken bone is a good teething tip. Oh my gosh, that gives me so much fear down deep in my gut. Well, they were like, listen, it's not like a dog, right? The dog doesn't dog has like the jaw power and the teeth to crunch them and choke on them, but a baby doesn't. So it probably feels good because mm. it's like sometimes it can be a little, it's a hard, it's a bone, but it can be soft a little bit if it's cooked, probably has a little flavor to it and it could be, you know, warm or if you cool it, it could be cold, but that they, that they like that and they can just sit there and gnaw on it and they're not strong enough to break it or shatter it yet. That Like not every, to, every part of that idea makes me cringe. <laughs> not to mention it's free in a way because let, let's just say you're already eating chicken for the evening. <laughs> you're eating chicken wings uh, just let your kid uh gnaw on a chicken bone Oy. why why because of the choking hazard that's yeah, why it you're just scares out. me it just scares me i don't like it it makes me uncomfortable oh, okay sorry all right <laughs> well that's all the tips i have look we're in the thick of it we sure are and uh hopefully within the next couple of weeks we'll be well I know, <clears throat> excuse me i know it's going to be years before we're out of like the teething phase in general yeah but I don't know. Maybe it gets better. Maybe it gets worse with the molars. I'm not sure. But right now, last night, for example, was not terrible. She slept through the night and everything seemed good. And she woke up seeming okay today. But Yeah, she didn't we'll have any Tylenol or anything yesterday. She's fine. But we'll see how the rest of the afternoon plays on. Yeah. Uh, hopefully she it'll very be a good much day. tells us when she's uncomfortable she makes you understand well, we, that we that's know it she's on. fussy and she's yeah. not happy and all yeah. that stuff so. yeah she was very yesterday was perhaps the happiest that i've ever seen her like <laughs> every time you walked in the room she was just cheesing it when she saw you so happy yeah and not the not the cheese stunt throwing cheese on baby's no faces. not that not that <laughs> no, no no well hey guys um Thanks for listening to Hello Baby. Hopefully you picked up a couple of tips or something or maybe you enjoyed listening. Uh, go leave us a um, a review on iTunes. Go rate us over there. That helps us out. Uh, go visit us on at Hello Baby Podcast on Instagram, Hello Baby Pod on Twitter. Give us a follow over there. Of course, you can follow me and Angela at Matt Lanter, at Angela Lanter. And also, I, I, I want to keep like pumping this out there, but we have a voicemail line that we listen to and get feedback. And a lot of times we'll put that on the show. Um, so go call Hello Baby. Leave us a VM at 323-544-3051. If you've got tips about teething, if you've got feedback in general for the show, or if you just want to say hi and uh, ask us a question, you know, we might uh, get your question answered and, and give us some topics to talk about. So we love you guys. Do you have anything you want to add, Angela? No, I think I'm good. Okay, then. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week or you will hear us next week on Hello Baby Podcast. Bye guys. Bye.